Hey, just a word before we get started. Uh, this episode uh, was recorded before uh, before Christmas time, before the untimely passing of uh, of Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds um, and George Michael, actually. Um, so, uh, so this episode, while we do refer to uh, to uh, the death of Alan Thicke, which had, which had just happened. Um, uh, in the episode, we don't make no reference to those other things. Um, uh, that is something that we are going to talk about uh, in an upcoming episode very soon, because uh, it's something that's very meaningful to us, and we assume that it's very meaningful to most of you who are listening, um, and has been a uh, um, a huge part of what we're all thinking about, and and something that we should talk about on Trek Up, I think, because we have very deep-seated feelings about those things. Uh, this episode uh, is uh, is fun and about New Year's and about uh, about some of the stuff happening on Star Trek, about the DC television universe. Lots of fun to be had on this episode of Trek Off, and uh, we'll have a more serious one uh, coming up. Okay, enjoy Trek Off. Warning, the following contains plot spoilers and naughty language. That means explicit content. And the comments and opinions expressed herein are for entertainment and commentary purposes only and may not reflect the actual opinions of Geeks Radio or the individual hosts. So don't get mad. It's just a show. It's time for Trek Off. Enterprise Double D's. Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. <laughs> My name's Alexia. Ah, today. <laughs> Happy <laughs> New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We're totally May 2017 not be a bag full of dicks. I know, like, like, and like, like onerous, shitty dicks at that, right? Like, not even like choice dick, like, like just bad dick, awful yeah, you, dick, disease dick, a bag and, of disease dick. May and, it and, not uh, be. <laughs> and and really, all you have to do is to look at the at the celebrity deaths of 2016 to go, what in the world? Yeah, to say seriously, like, I would like to submit. 2016 eat a bag of disease dicks so we're so we're we're uh recording this as of um december 14th and uh because 2016 wasn't done with us yet um uh <laughs> Amer- america's favorite dad alan thick uh died last night at the time of this recording which for you guys i know is a couple weeks ago but what i know i know really it's really bullshit man like come on they just the the hits just keep coming like yeah man oh um, man oh man yep so i'm so seriously 2016 bag of disease dicks like bag of dicks not enough so um <laughs> like the most horribly leprous <laughs> just terribly diseased bag of dicks you can think of eat them so uh just in case you're wondering uh Alan, uh, Alan Thicke was the dad from Growing Pains. If you didn't watch Growing Pains, if it was not in your generation or just wasn't your thing, if you're a Family Guy's guy, uh, um, Growing Pains had lots about it that was good. But uh, really, for my money, early Growing Pains was Alan Thicke and Kirk Cameron. Like Absolutely. that was they yeah. were they were the ones to watch. And and as time went on, kind of liked him more. I think that he is. If you were to take him and make him sort of twisted and awful, he becomes Randy from uh, from South Park. Like that's like like if if his character became psychotic, that's Randy from South Park. Like I really feel he's just kind of that, you know. I want to say this: the the typical American dad, except he's Canadian. Um, <laughs> it just goes to show the Canadians are nicer than us. Um, <laughs> They're better uh, than us. I guess. But like, yeah, like um, so uh, among other things, I don't want to like this is not the Alan Thicke podcast, but I do want to give uh, some but... some notice to this guy. Um, yeah, because he, I mean, the guy did a lot of really amazing work. 
he wrote uh, with his then wife, Gloria Loring, on these uh, various projects for music. He wrote uh, the themes to Different Strokes, The Facts of Life, The Wizard of Odds, The Joker's Wild, Celebrity Sweepstakes, um, uh, uh, and the original theme to Wheel of Fortune. Wow. Like, he also really iconic shit there, man. Um, he also co-wrote the song Sarah uh, by Bill Champlin. Um, I, I didn't even know he didn't he didn't music. That's crazy. Yeah, um, and, like, and, that, and, and and while a lot is of that, that is that game Sarah show, Sarah is that yeah, that song? I think so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I mean I know the song, but I don't know the I I couldn't. Have you don't know if that's like the, the same Sarah sang it. Yeah, I, yeah, I assume. Um, I feel like how many? I mean, Sarah's a fairly common name, but like how many know, how many it's songs like, it's the most that a person name. might know were, were written about this Sarah? <laughs> so. Let's see if uh, Bill Champlin is the same Sarah. I'm uh, I'm going to be playing about two seconds of it because I don't want to. Oh, my phone died. Forget it. Never mind. I said anything. We think it's that Sarah. We've decided in fact. Anyway, it's that Sarah. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Uh, And while a lot of that stuff is like, um, like game show stuff, like the facts of life is such a like the fucking theme song to that shit is so good. Yeah, I wonder if that's like even as a song, like not just as a theme song for a show, like. All right, hold on. What? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look for one second. We're gonna see if if it's the same Sarah. Um, bear with me for one second. <laughs> you just can't let it go, can you? I can't. <laughs> this is right here. This is just Justin for you guys. <laughs> like that's some shit that would have kept him up. No, and, like... it's not the same one. Okay, so it's not the Sarah I really love. But Uh-oh. um, it's uh, not that but... song. That's crazy. There's two no, songs that song. called Lots Sarah. Lots of songs named Sarah. <laughs> I mean, wow. I guess that's that my... I guess I guess Sarah gets around. You know. That's my sister's name. So hold on. <laughs> um, whoa! Listen, your sister's um, hot. Um, I'm not going to have this conversation on the show. So <laughs> let's just move on from there. Um, uh, of course, also the it's father. It's always of, so funny to like make you like. Also, the father of right uh, of of blurred blurred lines singer Robin Thicke um, is his son. That's so unfortunate to me. Um, you like, don't like I'm Robin sorry, Thicke? Alan. That's unfortunate. Oh, I'm sure that I'm sure that Robin, you know, I feel bad for celebrities that, you know, like, like I I have not always done the bravest and brightest things. And I've heard nothing from from Robin Thicke in years. Um, and I'm sure he's a he's a nice guy. I'm sure he's fine. Um, but can you just imagine? I mean, like, not like, based on the lyrics of that song, it doesn't sound like a very nice guy. Well, I mean, I. When did this become the Robin Thicke? <laughs> anyway, it's, Thicke. it's not. It's not. Um, it's you, not. Are, you, I, you know what? It's not. And now's not the time. He. It doesn't matter. The poor guy lost his dad. And, yeah. Um, like, that's really hard. And our. you know what? My heart goes out to him regardless. Yeah. And, and you know, it's it's he dropped out of a heart attack, like, out of the blue. Um, uh, <sighs> yeah, because so, it's not like he was that old. I mean, I know he was older, but it's not like he was. Well, he was know, like ice skating and shit. Like he was like out like like. Uh, oh no, he's playing hockey. But yeah, he was just. I guess I would be on the ice. Um, uh, yes, that is where that's usually. I mean, unless that was you know road hockey, but like my guess not, is gonna go ice because he's from Canada. <laughs> all right, not not kidding. Uh, here are the celebrity deaths real quick from 2016. Recap. <laughs> Pat Harrington, David Bowie, Alan Rickman, Dan Haggerty, Glenn Fry, Abe Vigoda, George Gaines, Tony Burton, George Kennedy, Nancy Reagan, Robert Horton, Joe Santos, George Gargolola, uh, sorry, Joe, uh, Ken Howard, Peter Brown, all right, Gary Shandling, James Noble, Patty Duke, Doris Roberts, 
Prince, William Shalit, Morley Safer, Alan Young, Muhammad Ali, Anton Yelchin, Noel Neal, Gary Marshall, Stephen Hill, Gene Wilder, Hugh O'Brien, Arnold Palmer, Robert Vaughn, Florence Henderson, Fidel Castro, Ron Glass, Van Williams, John Glenn, and Alan Thicke. Wow, would you just read it off like that? It's it's even worse when you you know what I mean. Those are those are like the most famous ones. There are lots more. I'm, I know. Um, yeah, they're it's, they're like in terms of celebrity deaths. There are it's it's, it's fucking, nuts. It's not that's fuck you, twenty sixteen. Yeah, just to go and you just go back like every month, like October, like was was at least not anyone that I knew. But I think with the exception of of, of October, I think every month was like, oh my gosh, so. Uh, 2017 is here. It is 2017, man. Um, it is the year of uh of Star Trek uh Discovery. It is going to be the year of uh Star Wars uh Episode Eight. Is it the year of, of Avengers? I wonder. Let me see. Avengers three. Um, uh, it's no, that's 2018. Sorry, we're fucked. It's the year of a new Spider-Man. Um, it's the year of uh, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, too. It's gonna be the year of of all kinds of awesome shit. Um, this year. So, uh, so let's focus on on the positive and everybody stays alive. Yeah, that's what's gonna be. It's gonna that's, be. That's the, that's the rule for 2017. Okay, everybody. Everyone stays alive. Everybody has to stay alive. We have we have huge population issues. It's, no. Yeah, uh, <laughs> nobody can the, die in 2017. The, the world ends because I just said that. I'm sorry. I know, right? Like, thanks, so Justin. Sorry. Good job, you're happy. The world with your podcast, shithead. Yeah, um, the apocalypse. Your fault. Thanks oh my for that. gosh, 2016. Uh, I'm glad you're done. Um, uh, please. So this is not anachronistic. I'm going to beg you, 2016. There are at the time of recording, there's still 17 days left. Um, if you could please, please, <laughs> no more. Right? Like, yeah. could you just? Can you just? Like, I hope that this isn't like this a hopeful anachronistic like podcast where like people who are listening are going, man, they if only they, they'd known. <laughs> they must. They 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 must have recorded this before. I don't know the the entire cast of the Fantastic Four died. I won't say which. Because I don't want to doom anyone. Um, Why would you do that? You've doomed all of them now. I doomed, I doomed all both Fantastic Four casts. And anyone who's ever written for it, anyone who's or ever drawn it, for it. Or read. Or read it. Good job, Justin. Oh, no. I've read it. Oh, no. <laughs> You're fucked. What Wouldn't that I be know? poetic justice? <laughs> um, all right. That's so we're going to start with get. a little bit of, uh, of Star Trek news. Uh, uh, at the time of recording this, there is new uh, Star Trek news to talk about. Um, mostly, there is some new casting uh, that's happened uh, for Star Trek. And that is boop a doop a doop a doo news. Sadly, not me yet. I don't know what they're waiting for, but. I know. Um, So this is a Star Trek Discovery uh, has cast Chris Obi, Shazad Latif, and Mary Chieffo to play all three of them Klingons. I don't know who they are. I don't know the actors, but let me say that again. Klingons. Okay. Obi will play Timkuva, the Klingon leader seeking to unite the Klingon houses. Uh, Latif is set to pr- portray Cole, commanding officer of the Klingons and protege to Kumva. Latif has appeared in uh, MI5, Black Mirror, uh, Penny Dreadful. Um, uh, and then Chefo rounds out the latest wave of additions as Lorel, the battle deck commander of the Klingon ship. Oh, interesting. Now this, so we've already talked. This is like, this is. This is ship number three now. 
But euro wise, where are we again? Uh, this is. Uh, I think this is supposed to be like, like ten years before the motion picture. I think. Okay, so like we're not we're not pals with the Klingons at this juncture. Yeah, but three Klingon characters on a Klingon ship, and we already know that Mil- Michelle Yeoh is playing um a, the captain of one ship that is not Discovery, and we know that there's Discovery. Yeah, no, it's cool. I'm, I'm the, I think it's pretty confirming that we're not that like like where we are in the in 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 time in terms of like so we're gonna have a a window into you know Klingons at a time multiple when ships we really yeah, yeah and multiple we ships don't well yeah that we already knew that though yeah but I mean I think this confirm I think there is still some question I think this confirms it for me that Uh-oh. like that 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 we are going to be we're gonna have a cast of like 20 something characters and we're gonna be jumping between ships and it's gonna be it sounds a lot like Battlestar which is not a bad thing I don't think the structure of Battlestar is necessarily bad um you know that certainly you can have problems and issues with Battlestar and not want the tone to cross over to Star Trek but I think that the no indeed I don't feel like that's appropriate at all but the structure was always kind of cool I liked that you could jump between storylines and things were kind of moving in the background. So I think that this could be cool. Um, the fact, look, more Klingon shit is always good for me. I love the Klingons. I yeah, it'll be things. it'll be interesting to see uh, what they uh, do with that. Honestly, you know, because we don't until next gen, we don't get a whole lot of Klingon lore and Klingon culture. Um, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's do you know what I do, mean? Like, like from a non militaristic or antagonistic uh viewpoint yeah chronologically even though even though next gen did it first chronologically the federation's first peak to the Klingon culture is supposed to be like star trek sex like that's like everybody's right. sort of surprised when they're sitting down at a table together on yeah. both sides like oh this is what it's like to be at a table together um, yeah, it's cra- it's crazy right and i just and i think and i hope that they keep with that Right, because it sh- they shouldn't be friends, but I think it'll be interesting. Um, but it could be an uneasy alliance on a particular mission. It could be that you know what? Well, no, mi- I think what'll be interesting, like that, for them to be, uh, because what'll be cool about it is for them not to be friends, and for us to to basically be having windows into the world and not just the Federation. Yeah. Right, I think that will be an well. That's an what I that, that speaks to me in particular. That's my yeah. Opinion. I think that's an interesting thing that will that will have not kind of seen on Star Trek before, and I think that would be it will make it harder to just vilify them, which I think is 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 a good thing at this at this time. You know, sort of going off what we were talking about the last right because our, our POV will go to them. We'll be able to see their, what they're thinking and feeling. That's, that's right. So it won't, it'll be it'll be harder to just be like, well, they're fuckers. So fuck all the Klingons. You know, I know. Like, they're the bad <laughs> seriously. <guys. laughs> Again, the rated they said they could have bad words. <laughs> fuck the Klingons. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck you. Um, fuck them one more time. Just fucking <laughs> measure. <laughs> Welcome to Trekker. Um, <laughs> Uh, so that is that's the Star Trek news. There's not a lot of other uh, Star Trek news. Uh, I mean, there there is some, and in, in it's not for the show, but there is on Netflix now. He's uh, it's you know going back to the whole uh, death thing for the love of Spock. The oh um, yeah, the documentary Man. on uh, on Leonard Nimoy and Spock is now on Netflix, and uh, I highly recommend watching it. <clears throat> it's a it's a good it's a good watch. Well, and yeah, I, I and I didn't know um, like a, a, 
I mean, I definitely cried, of course. Of <laughs> course. Well, you're gonna. But also, I, I like I didn't know that it was something that they were already working on. Like, how crazy is that? And then he that, died in the middle of it. Yeah. Yeah, that like he went to his dad and was like, hey, you know, for the 50th anniversary, I thought, you know, Spock was sort of an influential character. Why don't we do this thing? And his dad's like, yeah, man, let's do it. And then, you know, he dies. And it's like, OK, well, kind of, he, then, you know, he's like, well, it should be about both of them at this point. Right. You know, not just the character, also about my dad. And um, it was it was really interesting hearing about his relationship with his father and like getting to be a kid. Well, and the, the like, and Leonard Nimoy is is not lionized in it. I think that that you know they're they're respectful for him. Maybe maybe they're a little softer on him because he's dead. But the but you do feel like they they let his um they, they let it be known the issues that he had as well. Um, and and I like the the honesty that like there's something about him being a person that is more attractive to me than him being an icon. If I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it's and it and the thing is it totally it totally makes sense. You know what I mean? Like when you're it it's easy for us, right, to just be glad of of having Spock and not realize like people I think people, you know, particularly with celebrity they they think that it's it's all glory and and good times and and stuff like that and it's like i don't think and we don't consider like what it must be like for their kids and like most people have no idea uh, the the days the work how difficult you know what i mean like they they think it's some cush job you know what i mean and like in a in a sense it is cuz it's fucking fun but it's long hours and it's a lot of days and you're not around for your kids if you've got kids well a lot and of times. and uh What's her name? Uh, Kate Mulgrew talked about that a lot on. Um, she did. On, but it was cool to hear it about. Yeah, because like, the thing is, we're From always the point of view of. Yeah, because it's always yeah. like, oh, how could a mother, right? But like, it's Hold it's on. just have we have we explained what this is? Let's for those of you who don't know, like people are like, going, what the <laughs> fuck are they talking about? Um, the, <laughs> for Love of Spock is a documentary that was just released on uh, on Netflix that is uh, from Adam Nimoy, the son of Leonard Nimoy, that um, started out as uh, a documentary about Spock in which uh, uh, Leonard Nimoy was participating, and then when Leonard Nimoy died, they turned it into kind of a, a documentary about him uh well it's and, about both of them like yeah sure but, but yeah. i mean i would not watch the documentary about adam nimoy i mean god bless him but i you know that's not going to to pull no me i in. mean about spock and about leonard nimoy oh i see i thought you meant it was about, but it is also about adam nimoy and it's it's you know it backs up a lot of th- it's interesting because i have um i read uh like i said earlier this year i read the book for leonard by william shatner and now, having read the uh, the Harlan Ellison book, and now watching For Love of Spock, um, you get a real sense of what it was like then. And I th- I have a feeling that like that I I kind of know what like if I went back in time like and could be on the set, what the feeling was because it it doesn't sound it sounds like like you go you hear these people who go oh I went to Star Trek and it was just work and you have said at one point that kind of pissed you off like didn't you know didn't you know you're on the most amazing thing ever. But the more I've heard the stories, I'm like, nope, it sounds like work. Yeah. I mean, the thing is for, for them, it, it wasn't, it wasn't right. Like there was also like hearing some of the stuff, like um, some of the behind the scenes stuff about 
Spock and the character and and like because I'm like you, I haven't read like all of these books. You sure? Um, there's so much Shatner stuff to read, and um, it's awesome about that stuff. But like, and and I think mo- and I think a lot of times it's you know Shatner's point of view. I, although I know that that Leonard wrote two books. Um, yeah, and and George Takei also wrote one. Uh, and George, I did not know George Takei had written one. And um, I think Nichelle Nichols wrote one. Oh really? That's amazing. Yeah, so, yeah you there's a lot for me to read. Point of view. <laughs> there's a lot I could totally be reading. Um, but it's it was interesting, like seeing some of the uh, the promotional stuff where they like took away his ears and his eyebrows, and he was oh, like, I know. What, are you, "What are you doing?" And they were like, "Well, he's like a devil. Like we can't have him looking like that." Like, and, and then like, and then they like reference that like in the show. Yes, I was yes. like, "That's fucking a awesome. big fuck That's... you to the network." Hey, yeah, what, I was like, "That's how you do that shit, motherfuckers." <laughs> it was awesome, and um, like it... the thing is, like his son. It was interesting. I thought that was an interesting perspective because, like, and and the pictures. Oh my god, were adorable. Um, of him being on set, like with the ears, as a kid. Yeah. Like, get, like how fucking awesome must that have been? Except also you would re- you would resent it because that's what's taking your dad away. Well, so that's what I'm saying. Like, because yeah. what seemed clear to me over the course of the of the documentary was like, at first it was like, hooray, right? And like getting to go to set with dad is cool and fun. And you got to imagine as a kid, it's, it's, it, it would be that show in particular. Right. It's sure, not it's like it's yeah. not like some drama that a We've kid is, is going on that set. It's awesome. It's fu- yeah, it's fucking awesome. Like and I'm and and getting to see the stories unfolding and being a part of like as a kid, that's fucking awesome. But like, yeah, at some point when that has worn off. Right. As it will when you're a kid. And now it's it's you're like you said, it's just about dad not being around because he's always got to be at work. Um. It's, it's hard and I can, and I get it. And it's, and it, it's, it was interesting hearing from his son and his daughter. Um, and it was really cool hearing from him. There was something he said in there and it was like, I felt like it really conveyed. He was like, you know, when he was working back in that day, it was like he, his, he was a full-time, you know, full-time career, part-time family. Well, yeah, I mean, and that's, like, then it was, uh, and then as it is, you know, his later years, it was like, he, he real, you know what I mean? When you get later, you well, know. And his wife was an actress too, that then kind of gave it up, right? I mean, that's. Yeah, like she yeah. gave, yeah, like when they met, she was, and she gave all that up to That's got to be, be so hard. You know, a I, housewife. I, I followed a little bit, um, the relationship between Chris, Chris Pratt and Anna Faris, um, and at the time when they got together, he was kind of on a show, but she had had movies and she was like kind of a, a, an up and comer as time's gone on. Her star has fallen a little bit and his, of course, is, you know, skyrocketed quite a bit. Yeah. And and she's been very candid about what that's like um, and how the, the tabloids, you know, are also not very nice. And of I got imagine, yeah, like I, they're fucking horrible. I'm sure. That's, and that's why I got to imagine that you know, I people always say you know, they, people hear I'm an actor, right? Or that I've been an actor, I'm a producer now. Um, uh, and they go, they go, and I'm sure you get the same thing. You, you say that you're married, and they go, oh, are they an actor? Like, you ever get that? Like, oh, oh yeah, because there's that, that assumption because yeah. they must be. Because and, and my answer is always like, no way, hell no, <laughs> no, God, no. no. I like Terrible. I know actresses. I know what they're like. Um Yeah. Like <laughs> we're like fucking we, nutto. <laughs> yeah, we are we are we are a salty bunch. Uh 
and we like yeah yeah like i don't like both of our spouses are saints as far as i'm concerned yeah (laughs) well and saner than us clearly um oh by far but like i have i have you know two very good friends by two of my very 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 best friends um one has a huge thing that he's that he's doing in la and the other one has a huge thing that he's doing in florida and it's like on a billboard and stuff and i'm here in DC and even now it's hard for me even though I'm doing this and even though I've like I released a movie this year um I'm still like this is part of me like man those guys are doing so much better and it's <laughs> like I, and you got to kind of put that to bed a little bit you got to go well yeah but you chose this and this is what you chose and here you are and it's fine you have a happy life in your own way and it's good um but having to live with that every day when that happy life is brought about by the like can you imagine if that friend was supporting you because they were doing so well and you were the one who was doing better at first. And now they, it, I could just imagine it would just be crushing. It must be yeah, really hard. I, I could, yeah, I could really imagine the strain hard. that would put, you know, like, and the, the, the mental anguish would be, would be extreme. But, but I think at this time period that we're talking about, like you, it's, it's still very much, you know, women weren't like you could go to work but you know what i mean it was kind of yeah, i i understand it was kind of understood like well if you're but, gonna get married and have actresses a family, were different working. than that actresses went out and worked as actresses just as they do now and and i think That's that true. like like to have gotten to the point where she was working professionally and making a living professionally when she met him to give that up like like there has to be a certain amount of crazy almost unhealthy ambition to think that this is something you can do professionally um and and to have that and to be succeeding at it and then to stop to support your husband and then he becomes you know you just become like what's Leonard Nimoy's wife's name yeah exactly and no I idea. don't know and her, na- and her name they, is Leonard Nimoy's wife That's and he remarried yeah like that so, was his first wife you know what I mean and they yeah. were together for a long time though it's not like they got divorced earlier or anything like that it was like much much later after their children it was like when fucking gene wilder died everybody was like everybody was like oh he gets to be back with gilda it's like no he was fucking married for a really long time yeah like he was he was married for not gilda to not gilda for most of his life sometime yeah to a woman who when he got alzheimer's helped him through it and and worked with him for the last decades and in the in the hardest parts of his life and and what it must be like for that woman to then lose your husband and have everyone go oh well now he's, he's back, back with, with gilda yeah he's back with his actual love like that's harsh you yeah. yeah that's rough but it's like to some extent people we, we just want to not be sad about it right yeah we're, like, we're like we're like yeah so but... we're looking for our happy ending and we're like well that well there's the happy ending right like <laughs> yeah she was taken from him so early and and, and now they're back together yay can you imagine? Yeah, can, can you imagine like like you die and your reward is you have to ha- you, you have to like fuck an ex, like that's that's your reward. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey. Well, I mean, this, this is weird. When you say ex like that, it's as though they broke up. Like, no, 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 they didn't. But that's but not still. the same. Like what you're saying is totally different. Like it's know, not like I, I you were taken imagine, from no, me even, no, even, and you're like reunited with an old flame. And there's like so I saw a preview. Even for if you a were show. like fucking widowed, though, can you imagine just like oh, so you get married, huh? That's what I'm saying. Like, there's like there's been number there've been a number of times when that's when that's kind of happened when someone was thought to be dead. And there's a show on Netflix. I can't remember what it's called now, and I haven't started watching it yet. But I'm gonna watch it. I think it's actually I think it's called Glitch. Have you seen the preview for it? No. I all I know in the trailer is that like there's some 
group of people that are like basically as zombies like rise from the dead but not like zombies like ah, ah brains but none of that like they're just I'm sorry like, like what I didn't hear you <laughs> fuck you <laughs> sorry they're just alive again okay and one of them is is some is somebody's wife and what's weird is they're all from like different time like there's one that's like from like the 1800s or something um but there's like one character it seems to be in the trailer that like it with they were married and like it's you know goes on for a while where the the town is hiding the fact that these people are are alive again understandably so right sure um and then she finds out i think that he's like remarried he's like oh when were the fuck when were you gonna fucking tell me and i feel Uh. like there was like things perhaps happening between them and it's like how awkward would that be there is like such- I would never have that problem because I would probably e- either kill myself or be institutionalized. But you like- say that you say that, but you know the the truth is the truth is there are uncomfortable truths that 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 we never want to talk about. Like that like there are un- uncomfortable truths in the world. Like you can love your dog, and when your dog dies, you'll be really sad, and then six months later you'll get another dog. And play with that dog the same way you did the first one, and you'll think, "Go, oh, I'm like, like my my cat who I love, my who I adored more than anything. My cat died, and like nine months later, I got another cat, and I I still miss my like. Sometimes I'll call my new cat by my original cat's name, even though it's been like six years, um, mm-hmm. and and still like it's just my dead cat. And when people like there's there is there's this uncomfortable truth that like we're all kind of replaceable in in the world. And I was just sitting. This is so fucking dark. But I was just sitting at a. You really per- are a dark motherfucker. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, I was sitting there in in, in a performance uh, in in like a kids band performance, one of my kids band performances. And I was looking around. And I was like, oh my gosh, like everyone in this room is going to be dead in ninety years. Like every single person in this room is going to be dead in ninety years. Like the kids, the adults, everyone. Like like just this, and and it's just going to be like a footnote. Like the way that we look yeah, back. Yeah, it's going like, to not have mattered. The way the way the way that we look back at 1916, like we look back and there are, you know, maybe 200 people that we can say, oh, they really mattered. And like the rest of the population of the world that like they just kind of came and went, you know, and that's like and that's an uncomfortable truth that it's hard to deal with. That Like, you know, that the fact is, is maybe you would be institutionalized, but, you know, after a few years, you'd be okay. Like that just it's just we are we are wired. (laughs) I we are just well. We, we say that, but we are. No, wired. I don't just say that. I know me pretty well. But we are. We are like the fact. Of the matter is, is that we're all. If we're if we're with someone that we're going to be with to the end of like our life, either we or them are going to die at some point. Yeah, and, and, and we are. And I think our brains are kind of what. And maybe I think this way because I because in my in my day job I I see so yeah, many people you're, in, you're in, nurse, in a later so. stage in life. And there are yeah. plenty of people who are, you know, widowed and remarried, widowed and perfectly happy, you know, like like they the the unthinkable have or people who've lost their kids, uh, like they the the unthinkable happens and I think that the human brain is able to kind of just eventually it's like the it's it moves on. Like we're just kind of designed that death being such an important part of life, you know, we kind of move on. Um, boy, this is a dark fucking show. We yeah, this, it got really like, dark. I'm just. Hey, I, I, I wasn't trying to say like I don't know. You know what? Yeah, sure. The human brain goes on and whatever. I'm sure this is true for most people, and it's fine, and and it's all good. No, it's uh, not good. I don't think anyone's going. Thank goodness that happened. <laughs> That's the best. 
<laughs> Man, <Yes>. oh <laughs> I, I'm sure there are people who say that. Um, there's uh, in in line with. Uh, anyway, speaking of people being not mat- not mattering and being a blip, this is a this is a great segue to a not. Wait, can, can I can we can we hold on that because there there is something that is sort of related. Um, a piece of Star Trek news sort of related that I to um to the spot. <laughs> sort related to death and dying. No, and to the spot. On. So there's a. <laughs> Um, on on the uh, on uh, interesting Christmas gifts uh, for this year, um, uh, released uh, just yesterday as of this recording, Star Trek: The Original Series, The Roddenberry Vault on Blu-ray has been released. What um, the fuck is that? The first two discs um, are re-releases of the Blu-ray remaster of the original series. Um, the third disc. Um, is uh, I'll just read it from the cutting room floor to your living room during the production of Star Trek, the regional series bits and pieces of footage were left on the cutting room floor, then stored away in film cans for decades by the Gene Roddenberry estate. Now in celebration of the show's 50th anniversary, the Roddenberry vault has finally been opened along with 12 other favorite episodes. Fans can see and own behind the scenes footage from the making of the series, as well as alternate takes, deleted scenes, omitted dialogue outtakes and original visual effects elements. Motherfuckers. Do you know how many times I've bought the original series? But this. this Do you is, know how many times? And this is only 12 bought. episodes. This is only the 12 episodes. original and, series. And fucking, you know what? I'm probably going to get it. I know I am. Like, I'm not even probably. <laughs> I have to have it. The fact that it exists and I don't have it right now is upsetting to me. Well, the yeah, other thing—I have thing that, no idea—and now you've told me, and all day I am going to be pissy and moany about the fact that I don't have it and I'm not watching it now. The other thing that Thank came out—the other thing that came out this year, um, uh, in October, uh, for interesting Christmas gifts. Even though this is after Christmas when you guys are listening to it, but hey, uh, some of you, I'm sure, got like gift cards to Amazon or something. So the other thing you can look up—they um, finally, after all this time, released a new version of the Star Trek Encyclopedia. Um. That is uh, that that is up to date up to this year, um, which means like any reference thing. It's a two volume encyclopedia that you can just now I, you can fucking look it up on. You can you can <laughs> fucking look it up online. I guess you don't need this. You know I was what I mean? Like, say like with the with the internet, it seems a little a little bit um, a little bit behind the times. What are these? Does, what yeah. are these books that you speak of? Yeah. What are these? What's what are these pieces of? Are this this paper? Is, what is this, this bound? What what this, what are we doing here? This is like a thin piece of wood with with ink on it. I don't understand confused. this thing. What do I do with this? Um, but <laughs> burn uh, it? Is, it, is it for fuel? But yeah, no, fucking if I if mean. I had an extra ninety bucks to 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 spare, man, I would fucking get it right now. Jeez, ninety! Wow, yeah, ninety. Um, yeah, if I had an extra ninety bucks to spare, I would. I would totally. I would buy that. Yeah. That's, yeah. The last version accurate. of or, the last version of this came out in nineteen ninety four. That's that's how long it's been. Wow. Since the last version of Star Trek Encyclopedia. Wow. Um, so. Okay. Uh, so there's that. Okay. So on to the main event. Uh, you have finally the joined, main event. I don't you, know if it's the main event. But. You have finally joined the Arrowverse. I hear. I, what do you mean? I, I've always been to the Arrowverse. I'm just, yeah, but you, I'm always, but you left. I'm a year though. behind you because I could only watch it on Netflix. <laughs> so you are you are in last years. That's correct. I'm in. I, I'm at the, the at the confluence of events at like season four, season two, beginning of Legends of Tomorrow, Very and cool. Supergirl season one, and and, and I guess. Two is in there somewhere, but I'm not. No, gonna two. Have there, that. The two is going on right now. Two is okay. Is so then just season now. one, which is fine because I do have access to that. 
Yes, and and non-spoiler for Supergirl, she is not in the same universe as, as Flash and Arrow. Like okay. They are they are they do not coexist. And they just had um But they did, right? Well, okay, so they they <laughs> just they, they talk about a jip. They just had uh when you get to this season, they just had a a what was supposed to be what was sold as a four-night mega crossover where Supergirl, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow and The Flash, and it was like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right? Uh-huh. And so I have not watched any Supergirl. Um and uh, I, I let me rephrase. I watched the pilot, which I didn't like. I watched the Flash episode, which I liked her, but I didn't like the show. But then friends of mine have been going, no, 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 you have to watch it. You can't watch it that way. Like once you get past the things that you don't like, you'll it'll actually really, really grow on you, and like it'll make you cry. It'll be a good show. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'll do it. And it might that might be a summer thing. And I was ready to totally like watch that show so that I could like get caught up with all the things I would have to know for the crossover for the for the big crossover that just happened. And I didn't get around to it. And I was like, OK, fine. I'll just like kind of figure out what's going on. And um, and I watched the Monday night episode of of Supergirl ready to and, and I started watching and I got about five minutes in. I was like, ah, this isn't I don't understand where this. And so I, I did a little look on the Internet and I found out that that Monday night episode of Supergirl at the very, 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 very end, Flash shows up and says, you need to come to my earth to help me. And that's it. And the rest of it is her in the Arrowverse. But at no point does she even reference anything fucking happening on her show. <laughs> um, She's just there. She's like, I'm an alien. I'm Supergirl. Um, um <laughs> Um, and and so like I think they're very do. clear they don't want. I don't think there's room for a Supergirl in their universe. Like it, it, like she's too. And there's you know, you know, there's Superman in her universe. I just think she's. And there's too a pi- problem with that. Like Superman's never like it's. Uh, that's part of the, one of the problems I kind of have with uh with Supergirl is this is that whole idea like what the fuck Superman at like and here I she know. is and she apparently knows all of the things because she actually remembers Krypton and, and she remembers sure yeah. Yeah, and she, you know, but she's just been like. Yeah, but I have that problem in the Arrowverse too. Like every time Star City's about to go down, like like you should get to the very very end, and the Flash shows up and fixes it. <laughs> That's like like. You oh, you know have- what I particularly love? Like this time around, like I'm noticing. Uh, so I I don't know if this is just me uh, or if everybody acknowledges this, but like particularly in in Arrow in the Arrowverse, like there's such a bunch of whiny bitches. Like sadly, even the Arrow himself. Like, it's always like, I can't help but think this is my fault. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Like, if I, if that was a drinking game, if you had, if you took a drink sure. every time somebody said, this is my but fault. But I like that. I, like I, I mean, that's, that's, fault. that's part of the show. I, you that would be so me. drunk. <laughs> like, so quickly. I will say, I will say this. The, the funniest joke from the crossover uh, is uh, uh, Ray well, Palmer. Well, don't spoil it because they haven't gotten there. It's a joke. Come it's on, a, man! But it's funny, the joke will said. not be less funny, and I'm not spoiling any plot. The joke will not be any less You're funny. Such I a promise pain you. In the ass, dude. Plus, You're you also right. you also fucking forget everything. No, like, I don't. Mister A does. Oh, yeah, I remember everything. You're the same. Anyway, Ray Palmer at one point <laughs> looks looks at uh, Supergirl and goes and, and goes. You know, she looks a lot like my cousin. That's funny. Which is That's, really fucking th- funny. There's definitely little things like that in there <laughs> because he like, was Superman. Yeah, I know, and that was that was one of the things I thought was so funny when uh, he showed up and was it. In, in flash is it a is it a yeah. bird is it a plane that was hysterical yeah 
Like that, that was, was another one of those jokes that was just like because <laughs> he played Superman. Yeah, <laughs> it's really <yeah>. funny, <laughs> and I love about- I love Brandon Ruth, and and I got so I gotta say he's so this, good, like he's this, so good on that show. You know what though, it, my favorite him is still, and everybody's probably gonna be like, really, what? My favorite Brandon Ruth is Dylan Dog. Just, just really, my, yeah. It's I've never seen now. Dylan Dog. It's oh, dude, you would love it. What is it? It's delightful. He's like a, a I guess a, a private investigator of some kind, but there's like supernatural elements and he has like a zombie assistant. Like I'm telling you, dude, it's Is it's it funny. a comedy? I mean, it's Is yeah. he funny? Oh god, yeah. Yeah, because absolutely. That's, that's what that's what I think I I never quite understood. He's really funny. Oh yeah, he's hysterical. Um, yeah. It's he I'm was t- on... like if you if you like him, like dude, Dylan Dog. It's it's so fun. You'll love it. He was either on Smodcast or he was on the um, Kevin Smith show Fat Man on Batman. Um, uh, but <laughs> I know. Isn't that fun? Um, that's, that's great. <laughs> uh, but he uh, uh, but he was he was on on one of those two shows uh, and and you got to hear his whole history. It's really, really interesting. It's really fucking interesting. That guy. Yeah, um, I, I really I like him a lot. I do. And so, like, let me see at this point. And so here's the thing. While I'm watching, I didn't know uh, that there was anything else. I knew that there was that, and I and I made sure that like I was watching in like the viewing order. And sure. I knew that Legends of Tomorrow didn't kick in until I think like episode ten. And I knew that it went the Flash and then Arrow, right? So I was being really good about going Flash, Arrow, Flash, Arrow, even though like you know they'll like do a thing at the end of each episode where you're like, oh whoa, and then you want to keep watching, and I'm like, nope. Gotta, yep. I gotta, I gotta stick to the plan. And I'm watching an episode of Arrow, and like he's, it is a flashback, and he's on the island, and like the bad guy that he's infiltrated the ranks of the like team that's like you know I guess they're doing the poppy, and he's like beating up some guy, and then like all of a sudden this guy turns around and he's like British. And then there's like a, and there's like this extreme close up on his face and like the noise. It's like, like the music. And I'm like, are we supposed to know who that is? I don't know. Yeah, it's Constantine, man. Well, I didn't know that. Did you look it up? Did you you like look up what that meant? I did. So like, I, I, and it was so funny because it was immediate. I was like, it was so clear to me. I'm supposed to know who that is. Like, because it was like right before, even though there aren't commercials on Netflix, there's like right before a clear commercial break. And like it was the I've I've watched a lot of TV movies whatever like I know and it was like I'm supposed to know who that is and I don't know who that is I need to figure out what's going on like who, what am I missing and so I find out that it's Constantine <laughs> and I'm like oh oh yeah, no, I never would have gotten there because that looks nothing like Keanu Reeves <laughs> um, you know I would say this if 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 you guys uh, aren't watching um, the Arrowverse I will like like yeah Arrow can be a little whiny Flash can be a little silly. Um, but man, is it just like, there, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good stuff there. For it's sure. 10 times fucking better than what DC is doing on, on film. Like I would say that. God, that, yes. Oh um, God, yes. And, for and sure. it still doesn't compare with Marvel. Marvel is still doing it better. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a better show. Uh, uh, Daredevil's a better show. Luke Cage is a better show. But the crossover nature of these shows, the fact that arrows on flash, bad guys are jumping from one to the other. You have giant, like all the people from Arrow. And all the people from Flash, and all the people. Yeah, from I mean, the, the crossovers and are always fucking, fun to watch. And fucking and fucking Supergirl, 
they're all flying around and running around and and um their arrows and speeding and flying and lasers and and like like i was just sitting there for three nights like three hours like holy shit this is what this is all i ever wanted like, <laughs> all of the characters and all of the places yeah it's 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 neat um i haven't gotten to that super crossover but like all the crossovers on on the arrow and flash are, are great and and i because i found because of the looking up constantine i um you know it was like not like i said it was not Keanu Reeves in any way shape or form and like all of a sudden he's British and like that was very confusing to me and I but then Mr. A was telling me that apparently uh people of the comic fans of the comic really hated the movie um which I enjoyed I really liked the movie but having so then I but as a result I stopped where I was and I went and I watched Constantine you watch all of you stop what you're doing to watch all of Constantine then you're so disappointed when like he was gone after like an episode you're like oh uh I did and and, and more importantly, I'm disappointed that the show's gone. Like, I really enjoyed yeah. it. Like, but at it least was... you got a little more. You get the sense he's still out there. And that's kind of cool. I mean, that's a neat thing. That's like when um, fucking uh, Lance Henriksen showed up in his Millennium character on the X-Files. Yeah, you know like, I mean? that shit's awesome. But like, it's that's... just, it's 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 a bummer because, like, the way the, sh- the show didn't, like, end all nice and pat. Like, it ended on this, like, fucking boom. You know, like reveal and i'm like you assholes like that's fucked up and if if the show is much more accurate to the comic then i totally get why people didn't like the movie particularly um yeah chaz uh his character um shia labeouf and the guy in the in the show are in no way similar i forgot that shia labeouf was in that yeah oh my goodness yeah i know wow yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. and like as mutt williams himself as a young kind of kid too, you know what I mean? Like that's like uh, in, in the show, he's like uh, a man, you know, like the thing I liked about Constantine was that like, he's obviously not some like young kid, right? Like all the shows I feel like we've are so populated with this young character and this young character because we're so ageist as a society. And sure. then like always happen. I'll always have been. And it's, it, I want us to not be, though. Like, it's like, can't we get past this, like, at some point? like. Except, you know, I was thinking about this. Do you, do you still watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Uh, I'm not caught up because I don't think they've had new episodes out on Netflix yet. But you're so, up to, like, the end of last season. I don't even know if that's true. I know. I, Netflix is all the way to the end of last season. I know that. For but I may not have. I may Like, it doesn't always tell me. It usually tells me when there are new episodes. Yeah. But well, it's, um, it, it will be. It, it, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. loads onto Netflix a season at a time. It does, so, and yeah. the the last I recall, like so, the season that I hadn't seen yet wh- how, was with the end was you know with Gemma, and I was like, what? And so I saw the season of like finding her and that whole thing. Oh, so you saw that? The, you saw the season after that? Yeah, that's the last season I've seen. That might have been last season. That's it. Anyway, what you were saying about ageism. Uh, Melinda May, an Asian woman in her fifties. I and love it's her. A totally not like it's like you go. Oh yeah, and I love that she like she that makes me so ha- like when she, she's my favorite part of that it's show. A one non-issue. of my favorite issue. It's not like they're they're not they're not like oh you're fifty oh you're the old one oh the oh you're Asian like it's no it's she's just like like she's just she's part badass and and that's yeah. it she's and that's badass it, yeah. and damaged and 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 tough and you know when she was um, and I'm complex listening to, I'm listening you know? to a podcast um. Uh, I'm listening to a podcast uh, about Agents of Shield. Um, same people do Dusted, um, and they were just talking. They just had the the episode where she slept with Ward, 
and it is you know the first season of of shield is problematic uh the character of sky is incredibly problematic she gets so good but i know you bailed on agents of shield for a while mostly because of sky oh god i hated sky and Um, i i still don't really like her like she's still kind of a whiny bitch to me Uh, i can't I see. I really like what they've done I, the, with her. Who, what, the, what I like on that show is is very is obviously Coulson, um, Melinda May, and and Ward and is, Fitzsimmons and Ward, Ward. Fuck who, Ward who, who, no, I like that guy. I like the actor. I, I don't blame him. Um, but he is. Uh, there's so much about that character I can't I I can't stand. Oh, I love. I think Ward was. The I can't stand to him. I can't stand Sky. I can't stand oh. them together. I can't stand them apart. Interesting. I like, I loved. I like Sky a lot, but I loved him. He was so good. He God, was so no, good. I hated him. Him as like this bad guy, and he was this bad guy all along, and like I just it was. Oh, and I he, dug and, it. And it was all. It felt like such an overcorrection because like he was really boring as milk toast good guy as well um i just i i i think that no i think if you go back and watch the first season he's, I he's, think he's two extremes there. he's just two extremes and i don't feel like and, and i think they're doing him a disservice because like he's a he's very pretty b um i think he's capable of more um and i but i feel like it's a it's a it's a problem with the character just like sky like it's a problem with the fucking character like i don't know about the actress i don't know if it's her i don't know i don't know enough about her but like i know the the character is fucking lane and and that it's and interesting that it's, and that it's you one and of i extremes. disagree on so much sometimes it's so interesting and there's just there's no subtlety to it like may's character and coulson like both of them there's they're so there's so much long- it took subtlety me a long going time. on for those it two. It took me a long time to like May. I honestly, when I first met May, I felt like I didn't see the nuance of what she was doing. She just kind of seemed gruff. It didn't seem like much more. Yeah, I think you just- have a tendency to prefer uh, uh, the extremes. Like you, you the I like characters with their heart on their sleeves. I do. I like characters with their hearts firmly planted on their sleeves. Like it's, you know. Which or is also- chewing the scenery frankly that's not necessarily true i'm just saying like you, you like them to be like i'm the bad guy i'm well, the that, good guy like, I've, I've you don't that. you don't really i think you you warm up to characters that are subtler than that but it doesn't really oh there are plenty of subtle characters that i really 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 love i don't think that's fair at all i don't think you love them right away though dude that's Son what i'm saying <laughs> i don't care if people are chewing the scenery it's ridiculous <laughs> I don't think there's any such thing as chewing the scenery. <laughs> Says the biggest Shatner fan in the world. <laughs> Shut it. Shatner's different. There was He's a magic different. happening there. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shatner's so magical. The scenery is just food. That's um, right, motherfucker. That's right. <laughs> when he starts chewing the scenery, it becomes food because of his magic. <laughs> That's right. Whatever Shatner wants just happens. Okay. It's totally different. And and frankly, we're talking about modern cinema right now, okay? And modern cinema by cinema, I mean TV shows. And like shows and stuff. And um, look, I just think, okay. look, look. Details aside, the fact that we have Agents of Shield and and Daredevil and Luke Cage and fucking I haven't even Jess- watched Luke Cage yet. Jessica I'm not Jones. caught up on oh, that. So good. I'm I, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like because I you see Jessica Jones and all of Daredevil, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and, just, and it's now, just Luke Cage, and it's because 
it came out like right around the time that all the arrow stuff hit and i was like fuck i've got like and i'd been waiting for arrow and yeah, flash yeah. and stuff because you were particularly because i wanted to get legends of tomorrow because you're on my fucking dick all the time about it and i'm like i need to see it and i gotta tell you now that i've seen it dude like i'm not i've only i've only watched like the pilot the two-part pilot and i and maybe one more episode uh-huh um and i gotta tell you um and i'm sure you're gonna tell me it gets better but comparatively it is it's kind of a hot mess honestly like the part of the parts about it like i was just telling mr a because we were watching uh last night um the parts about it i like are really just I like these conversations between these like kind of bad guys and good guys. Um, I find that very in- engaging. I like the dialogue a lot, but like all the framing, all the other stuff, is kind of a hot mess. Well, no, like, I mean, look, it's, look, so, we, it's we either so know. convenient or it's so. Or it's just all of a sudden everything's a mess, and then and then five seconds later it's totally fine. And we were in Tibet a second ago, and like now we're in uh, California, and then we're back in Tibet, and like no time has passed though. Like we just did that instantaneously. I know we're in this ship and all, so it's cool. We just accept that. There's just there's so many, like like it's clearly it's fun. But if you think too hard about anything, it fucking falls apart. Or if oh, you even, I, think honestly, that's, I think that's true. If you, for, even, if you even think about anything, honestly, it falls apart. I, like, no, I will say this. Of course it gets better. Every show, <laughs> with the exception of Lost. Lost is the only show I've ever that watched. That started where, so great and just got the worse the first few episodes on. were the best ones. Yeah. Um, but in general, the first few episodes of a show are the worst ones of the show. They don't quite... the the people don't know their characters yet it's not uh, that because that's the strongest part about the show yeah but the, but they still don't they're not as good as they're gonna get and they don't really know what they're 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 doing i feel like, like one of the uh, I'm, a, I'm a particular fan of snart <laughs> poor like guy that. though like no wonder he calls himself captain cold or whatever like who would want to go oh i like him? but you see i like i like rory as well like oh, I, I love I, Rory. I adore Rory, and I adore that he's not that he that he's his own thing. Um, but like, I that, but it's it's simply ridiculous across the board. There's yeah, well, so it, much love. There's such a level of ridiculousity going on, and and like the 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 only thing that to me makes it worthwhile is 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 the character interactions, and the and the weakest is really. A hawk girl and boy or whatever. All right. Well, um, it's 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 let let me let me say this right off the bat. That improves markedly, um, in every possible way you would want it to. I mean, I like her. That that you'll be happy. <laughs> like I liked her when she showed up on you'll, on Flash, and you'll I be happy. You'll be you'll was. be you'll be happy. You'll be happy. You um, like where it goes. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm. I, Considering what they've done, like this is kind of what I'm talking about. I don't want to spoil it, or you know what? Fuck it, spoiler alert. If See, you we're on seen, season two, so we're yeah. on season two. If you haven't seen season one of, uh, if you haven't seen the second episode of of Legends of Tomorrow, Legends of like Tomorrow. Sh- just yeah. shut this shit off right now. Um, the fact that they're all of a sudden for Carter is fucking ridiculous, dude. Okay, I'm sorry. It's so pat and so like really, like you barely knew that, dude. Yeah. No, I. You know I, what I mean? Like this yeah, is what unifies you. them. Come on. No, I like hear I you. was better. I was happier with them all 
like hating um hating him for their own reasons like once he's attacked them and stuff and 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 snart i i just i want to call him you know i should call him c just call him c because like who wants to be called a butt a butt sneeze like that's what his name is (laughs) butt Butt sneeze sneeze. (gasps) that's amazing that it's a butt sneeze is it really his yeah his name is snart i've never heard the word snart as being a butt sneeze I mean, I don't know if that's what it, that's what it means never to heard me. That. It's ama- First of all, it's- butt sneeze. Butt sneeze is my new favorite word. <laughs> but- <laughs> like, is that not what a snart is? Think about it. Like it's it's like 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 you know I I like to come up with horrible curse words. You know I've done it in, in the ninja movies. You're know, like like cut nugget. You know like yeah. but I can't say cut nugget in front of like my kids. No. I could totally I could totally say butt sneeze. Yes, you can. Yeah, get over here, butt sneeze. You know, <laughs> Hey, butt sneeze! You snart. Get over you here. Snart. Butt sneeze. That's amazing. Um, that's my, that good, is my Christmas gift to you. I think, I think that's a good place to end. I think that's that's a good place to end the show today. Um, uh, so, um, I so listen. Um, we're uh, so excited that you're in the new year with us. Um, there's going to be a lot of cool stuff coming. Uh, uh, Star Trek Discovery is coming. I don't know what that's going to mean for our show. Um, let us know what you want that to mean for our show. Um, yeah, like, uh, like ideas. Do we do a different show? Do we do we like alter this show for like when it's running? The so duration the duration of the yeah the, yeah we're the we're like we're like Trek off as you've known it is what happens you know in the off season and this you <laughs> in know, the off season and this yes. and and this becomes like an episode by episode like I like like we've never had a show going while we're doing our show. That's true. Um, yeah, this is a first. So. Like, and, and it's I can't imagine that we couldn't talk about the show. Like, I feel like every week we're just like, oh, like even if we hate it, we're like, oh, fuck this. You're like, oh like, yeah, I don't, I don't know that there's any way we could like not talk about it. Yeah. But then it wouldn't be like the entire content. <laughs> that it wouldn't of the show. be ever present in some way. Like, how are we going to do that and go? Okay, well, anyway, let's talk about season five. You know, like, like, like. <laughs> Yeah, like it's gonna be a thing. So, um, so uh, we'll have to figure all that out. Um, but in the meantime, my name is Justin. And my name is Alexia. Trek off. Trek off, bitches. <laughs> <laughs>you know what makes us different than all those other podcasts you listen to we have a movie there's a movie of this podcast on amazon prime right now just go right now on amazon prime and go look check it out just search for it there you go there it is trek off one word just search for trek off on amazon prime or amazon instant video if you want to rent it if you don't have amazon prime as a subscription or if you want to buy the dvd it's there on amazon but seriously this podcast you got all the way to the end now go watch us and give us reviews and tell the world, man, a podcast got me made to a movie, man. How cool is that? Go look it up and share it. Love you guys.